In this episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're taking a look at a couple of conspiracies. We've covered conspiracies in the past, but we thought we would return to a couple more that might make your neck hair tingle. First up, we look at another one of these right-wing stories of a child sex trafficking ring, this time at a butterfly center in Texas. Those spreading this story would lead you to believe the National Butterfly Center in Mission, Texas, is not actually helping caterpillars make their metamorphosis into a beautiful butterfly, but in fact the center of a plot to facilitate child sex trafficking. We dig into how this story got started and why the 100-acre preserve decided to close its doors. Then, we're looking at that big, shiny object in the sky, Earth's little cousin, the moon. Learn about a number of conspiracies that have spread through the years, and at least one that has gotten an annoying man punched in the face by Buzz Aldrin. Take this journey with us as we find out what's on the dark side of the moon. Welcome to Tell Me What You Know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me What You Know. We're following up a show we did about four years ago on conspiracy theories with Conspiracies Part 2. I was also thinking this could be somewhat of an uh, addition to cryptids. We've done a lot of mm. like conspiracy tangential topics. Yeah, you got some well, like fake animals you're going to talk about today? Uh, no, in, in the research of what I was looking at, uh, I saw cryptids. There was like... I think I was watching a YouTube video by like cryptids, cryptids TV or something. Yeah, I didn't go in that direction. Of, I'm sorry, but sure. To remind everyone, cryptids are like the like the Loch Ness monster, for example, or Bigfoot. The the conspiracy animals, right? Conspiracy animals. Yeah, yeah. I before we get into conspiracy theories, I wanted to mm-hmm. follow up on one coffee thing. Okay. Yeah, it was a question I I had thought about that I, we didn't bring up, but uh, wh- why is coffee called like a cup of Joe? Mm, did you find out? Yeah, so there there are three potential possibilities. The first is in the Navy during World War One, uh, ships were dry ships, like you couldn't have alcohol on the mm-hmm. ships, uh, and so the Secretary of the Navy was Josephus Daniels, Joe Daniels. So the okay. strongest drink available on board the ship would be coffee, which is a cup of Joe. Gotcha. There are other people who don't think that's the case because most ships like didn't have alcohol or whatever. Some mm-hmm. people think it's Java plus Mocha equals Joe. Ah, uh, that's jo- wrong. Java plus Mocha equals Joe. Uh, and then the last part, last one was, it's just like the every the average man's drink, like, like Joe, Joe average Mama. Joe, cup of Joe. Yeah, so. uh, I'm gonna go with the first thing you said. I think. Yeah, I like the first one too. That's the one I believe. Yeah. So, anyways. A little added, added coffee knowledge for you. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so today's show, basically I was listening to Stern the other day and he was talking about this butterfly, the National Butterfly Center in Mission, Texas. Uh, had to close its doors for just in January um, because, tell me if this if this sounds familiar, uh, they have been accused by some right wingers of being a, a child sex trafficking front. <laughs> that sounds like uh, Comet Pizza all over again. Well, I mean, it's so it's the same thing every time. Or Wayfair, right? It's like every time. I guess so. This this the National Butterfly Centers in Mission, Texas. They they 
I guess first came into the news in like 2019 when they sued the federal government uh, to block the construction of the border wall. They they're down there in the Rio Grande Valley and they basically, you know, heavy machinery and a bunch of construction gear was driving across their property without their permission and they were getting pissed off and they're a butterfly sanctuary and they were like, hey, uh, all right, that's enough. We're going to sue you guys. And so that pissed okay. off a lot of people. And <laughs> suddenly they are also trafficking children. Right. Um, just recently they were back in the news because they had to close their doors. Uh, Kimberly Lowe, who's a fringe candidate here in Virginia's ninth uh, congressional district. She's running up against, I guess, the incumbent uh, H. Morgan Griffith. She went down there to kind of do boots on the ground. Investigation. Uh, a guerrilla investigation herself. And she was filming it. And, and the lady, like the person running it was saying, you know, we, you know, you're not welcome here. Get out. Yeah. And, and Kimberly Lowe is like, well, I guess, you know, it's just sad that you're okay with children being raped. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there, I don't know if there's a video, but there's definitely audio of the encounter. And it sounds like somebody got punched in the head after that. After uh-huh. that line that <laughs> I mean, justifiably so it sounds. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately it's butterflies. I mean, it's a fucking butterfly center. Like how? Yeah. How so do you have any, place. so do you understand where it came from or any like origin of this like did it was there a post online that then got out of hand or anything or is this yeah, sort I'm of sure, like uh, a, right that, that's i mean it's probably like a tiktok rumor or something right spread something. i think as soon as like the they said hey you know we're we're going to sue you guys sue the government for building this wall and then there's just like tons of harassment right after that from right uh, I think this guy, Brian Colfage, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. He's a former serviceman. He's, he started a crowdfunding endeavor called We Build the Wall. And he started basically kind of accusing the, the center of engaging in child tra- sex trafficking after they said, you know, we're going to we're going to sue for this yeah. wall being built. Yeah. This sounds sort of like a like a like swatting where you like send a SWAT team to somebody's house. You know, you 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 create this misinformation about something and then it gets spread around and it's like an annoyance to, to you, even though. Well, so I was going to get in. Let me just take a step back because okay. you're right. It is. I mean, this is like their, this is the go-to tactic, right? It's like when Pizzagate happened back in 2016, you know, there was the spear phishing attack on John Podesta's emails and they, we're like, oh, look at all this, all these codes in here. This, there's some child sex trafficking going on in this Comet Pizza in Washington D.C. And then a guy from some crazy from North Carolina comes up with a rifle and blows a lock off a storage door and threatens the lives of the workers. And there's nothing to back it up, and it starts spreading on social media and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, it's always the same routine. It seems like. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, like, I guess it's just so easy. It has to be so easy to get anybody to believe anything you like want to pretend to be true. Like, I don't even, there's no way people actually think this when they're at that, like the genesis of these conversations. Right. I don't know. You'd have to think so. Um, I think it, it, it's some weird psychological phenomenon um, that people would rather believe something over the top rather than kind of come to terms with something more, I don't know, less interesting. Uh, people maybe people are so fucking bored. People are really bored. And well, then in, in you know early 2020, the the whole Wayfair, yeah, had sem- Wayfair had a similar situation where they had 
you know, pieces of furniture that were uh, like out- outrageously priced for like the stuff that was being the pictures that were being shown and the descriptions of the furniture on the website. Right. It would be like, you know, a sectional couch for $18,000 or something like that. Right. Uh, and then people were like, oh yeah, also the name of this couch is the same as this child who disappeared six <laughs> months ago. All of that had been debunked. I mean, like one person, one like child who was the like reportedly one of the people who had been trafficked, like went on Facebook live was like, I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, maybe she, maybe this person was being held against their will. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think you know Wayfair ended up having to take a lot of these pieces off their website and then repost them with more more photos. They're like, yeah, this is industrial shelving for twenty twenty thousand dollars. Like this right. is right. It's it's not. It's maybe not we what did a you bad job to of, your house kind of thing. Yeah, maybe we did a bad job of like describing the piece and posting you know the appropriate photos so that you would get an understanding of what this is. But it's not like a piece of metro shelving in Michael Pelican's office. Right. Right. Uh, <clears throat> it's the same old song and dance. Yeah, it's the same old same old playbook. And, and what's also sad about it is that there are children being sex trafficked in a lot less crazy ways. You know, it's probably. You know, just these aren't elaborate criminals, I think, doing this thing. I think that they're just uh, seedy, yeah. you know, and the FBI goes after these people. But like, yeah, it 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 takes the focus away from from actually solving real sex trafficking and, and applies it to this. Oh, this there's an underground bartering system among these elites for the cabal. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I would recommend going to listen to that audio of Kimberly Lowe going down to the National Butterfly Center because it sounds I, like somebody got their comeuppance, but I'm not sure. I would love to listen to that. Um, in sort of a separate topic, but tangential. Uh, the Marjorie, did you hear the Marjorie Taylor Greene thing where she called people the, the gazpacho police? <laughs> 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 I heard this is just so funny. Was she? Did she mean Gestapo? Yeah, she meant the. Yeah, she's okay. trying to. She was trying to say that we live in a Nazi, you know, a, a Nazi society, and uh, yeah, uh, Nancy Pelosi's Gazpacho police. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, yeah, it's just so so funny. Um, mm. Well, in in the in the spirit of conspiracy theories, I've I've also looked up one, and I kind of wanted to take people down a bunch of the moon conspiracies. So. <laughs> So well, that it's not real or that it's made of cheese or what? All of these different conspiracies uh-huh. you're right on. So like really, you know, why is the moon, you know, th- there's one really interesting fact about the moon that I think opens up a lot of, um, you know, makes it ripe for conspiracy theories. And that? it's that the moon only shows us one, one side of its face and, and the dark side is never seen, you know? So, so it, it spins at the exact rate as, orbits the earth so you know to the uh you know more childish mind this could seem like something is going on here like could it just could it be so true that we never see the other side of it somebody must have set this up and it's this is uh you know an elaborate scheme are there aliens behind it or is the government using the opposite side of it to do something so i i I can understand why somebody could get, you know, pulled into this, I don't know, almost flat earth type conspiracy theory. 
Um, cause it's also, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun, you know, you can't really prove anything. You know, I think it has all the hallmarks of, uh, of a good conspiracy. Um, so yeah, so, so the other ones, um, so that yeah, these don't why, hurt, these don't hurt people as much, I guess, which yeah, is nice. Yeah. No one's going to go to the dark side of the moon with, uh, well, AR-14 I didn't realize that and, uh, <clears throat> AR 14, you're going to get destroyed for that one. Oh yeah. If, excuse me. I didn't realize, uh, that when we're looking at the moon, there's only, we're, we're always seeing the same side. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. See, here you go. The, this, the conspiracy, you, you think it's like too, too spooky or something. Well, <clears throat> you're telling me that if I'm standing here in Virginia and I'm looking at the moon, I'm seeing the side I'm seeing. And if I go, all right, hold on. <clears throat> got a tickle in my throat. If I go over to India and I look at the moon, I'm seeing the exact same side of the moon. Yeah. Okay. It The moon is always showing one side of its face to the earth. You only ever see the same face. Uh, so, you know, the dark side of the moon or the what other people call it the far side of the moon. No one's ever seen it. Um, I think I think NASA in with with satellites have have like mapped it, you know, with like radar or whatever. Um, yeah, of course they have. Yeah, convenient. Exactly. Uh, but but yeah, you, you never actually see it. It's never reflected by the sun. Now that, that does a big mean, old flashlight, but that also doesn't mean that the the moon isn't rotating because it is. So if you're on the moon, it doesn't mean it's not rotating. Like if you're standing on the surface of the moon, the, the, the stars in the, you know, in the distance will rise and fall on the horizon. It's just that it will take one month for them to rise and fall. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going to get to the kind of the, the phenomenon, like the answer to this, but I'll, I'll do it now. Like, so it, the reason why this happens is it's called uh, tidal syn- synchronicity. So uh, you know the 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 gravity of the earth of the earth is pulling at the at the moon, and it's always pulling at one side of the. You know it's it's trying to um, it elongates the moon basically, and mm-hmm. so what happens is it's it's like one side of it is always pulled towards the earth. And so it forces the the spin of the Earth always to match its its orbit, so it's always being pointed at the same place essentially uh, around the Earth. It's it's this is way easier to see um, in a uh, like a like a GIF or something, but um, it's not it's not unique to the Moon. Um, every Moon, not every Moon, but every all the moons we've looked at, every fake Moon. Yeah. Uh okay. all the moons in, in the in the solar system have this have this trait. Um because they're always being pulled towards the uh towards the planet they're orbiting. There's there's one around Saturn that is kind of small uh and it gets kind of impacted by other moons in the in the orbit, so it gets like mm. pulled and spun at a much more chaotic random rate. Um and I think one of Pluto uh has this, has a similar thing. So the, you kind of need like a moon of a certain size and a planet large enough to like force this synchronicity. Um, and uh, shout think, out Pluto, no longer a planet. Yeah. I think, I think I've actually covered synch- nature's synchronicity in another episode of something. I forget. Um, but yeah, so, let's so we talk don't need to go into it again. Yeah, no, we don't need to. <laughs> um, so the, I love the one, like, did we ever go to the moon? Right. The, yeah. the moon landing conspiracy. 
I think my soundstage in West Hollywood soundstage, the, the facts is like in the pictures, there are no stars in the background because it's like, it's the soundstage, the, mm-hmm. the flag in the video isn't shuddering. Like it's like, it's, or it is, it's like blowing in the wind or something. Yeah. Um, something about the, uh, the footsteps. Uh, I, it, it's a pretty funny, a funny conspiracy that it has been fully debunked. But I think my favorite thing about this is that a guy like confronted Buzz Aldrin about this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin literally punched him in the face. Yeah. And everyone I think was just like, yeah, I think I think he deserved that one. Uh, Did Aldrin get like an assault charge for that? That's what I mean. You I know think. a guy, you know a guy that like is going to go up and be like, "Hey, you didn't land on the moon" is a humongous pussy and is going to probably press charges. I I think he might have, but I think uh I wonder if like the cops were like, no, you were kind of pestering him and he felt yeah. threatened and he punched you in the face and we're going to call that as a self-defense and uh, you're a fucking crazy person. So we're not going to do anything about it. Also, yeah. like, stop doing this. You're insane. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get beat up by an 85-year-old man. An 85-year-old man who went to the moon. <laughs> like, right. I mean, a national hero. Um, The other th- conspiracy, uh, there was a recent movie came out that I think was this conspiracy theory. Um, it was a big flop, but basically the, the moon is a gigantic alien spacecraft and what movie was this, um, oh, it had like, uh, moon, hold on. I should have looked this up before I meant to, uh, it just came out. It was like, oh, it's called moonfall. Um, oh, this is one oh. it's not, actually not, it, it, this is, this is the moon is going to like crash into the earth. This is in theaters right now. Yeah, it's it's from the director of Independence Day, um, Roland Emmerich. He's done a lot of big apocalypse movies. Um, as far as Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you don't by... want to see uh, when it says <clears throat> one, yeah. of the, one of the first like people also ask results in in uh, Google is is Moonfall a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, the Moonfall review: disaster film becomes a comedy. So I guess it was not very good. Yeah, yeah. If people think it's a mega structure, yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah, the moon is not real. Um, there was a back in when was this? Um, So somebody online back in 2013 wrote the evidence that NASA deleted uh, deleted these photos of the moon is that it's it, it proves that it's it's not just a UFO but it's 100% evidence that the moon is not real uh, but it's actually an alien spacecraft. The dark side of the moon is the opening of a portal where people can you know travel to other places in space and time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty a, cool. It's a gate. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little it's a fun idea. It's a good make. It's kind of a fun movie. Uh, well, yeah, until I see proof that the dark side of the moon is not a portal, uh, I mean, who's to say? Exactly. Exactly. We um, should ask Kyrie Irving what he thinks. Yeah. I think I think he would uh, have some Let's great get Kyrie insight. on the pod. <laughs> He's probably an alien from the dark side. Yes. Uh, and yes, the moon is made as, of, of cheese, as you mentioned. Uh, mm. It's a myth told to, to children. I honestly have no idea where this came from. Um, couldn't find anything yeah. about it. Just that this is what we say about it. Uh, 
there's other theories that the moon makes you a, a lunatic or an insomniac. Um, More like a lunar tick. Yes. Very good, so Michael. Cut, cut that part out. <laughs> uh, hell no. If my AR-14 staying in, your your bad joke staying in. Uh, and so, yeah, it's also tied with like, you know, uh, werewolves or something, full moons. Um, yeah. And there are other, you know, f- funny super moons, super moon conspiracies that they cause disasters. And, uh, you know, obviously there is no correlation or facts to any of this that I've talked about. But that's, says you. That, that's a little crash course on moon conspiracies. Yeah. One last thing I wanted to say. Um, is kind of how we mentioned earlier, like you can, it sounds like it's just super easy to like go onto like 4chan or something like that and make some really crazy outlandish remark. And I I don't think it'd be hard to gain traction with it. So it's like kind of scary, but one guy, uh, God, I can't remember his name now. I'm sorry. I'll have to look it up for you, but somebody created this, website and this movement now called birds aren't real uh-huh uh basically <laughs> he goes around i think it started in oh, i mean the, i think the theory's been around for a while but he's like really embraced it. it started in like 2016 at one of the debates or something like that or maybe later with one of like some of these protests he would show up with these signs that just say birds not re- birds aren't real that the whole the idea is then like the 60s or 70s, like 12 billion birds were wiped out and replaced by the CIA uh, with little drone devices. Uh, anyway, now, you know, the, he goes around. He has this whole website talking. And the website's written, if you're not an idiot, is written in like total parody, right? It's like. Right. He, he like has this long, detailed story of how this came to be where he like uses a voice that's like, I totally believe this. But it's like you can tell by his writing that he's like, OK, this is this is all a joke. Yeah. But now I think they go around and they have like chapters at, at you know, different universities and they try and like counter protest like people who are anti-abortion, you know, showing like horrible images of like, you know, mutilated babies and stuff like that. Or people that are like, you know, homosexuality is a sin. They'll go out there like they'll activate their, their birds aren't real chapters yeah. to go and like counter protest just to add a little absurdity to it. Yeah. It's like to and drown out and, like, the other. It. It's like to drown it out. Right. Like, yeah. Try and like kill it with comedy. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's also like making a living off this selling like shirts and stuff like that, but it's kind of a uh, good for him. It's kind of funny. Uh, so check out birds aren't real.com. Yeah. I, and buy some, uh, buy some truth or gear. <laughs> yeah. Truth or gear. Huh? Yeah. I like that's what that. They call it on the, uh, yeah. I haven't read so. the article, but I, I saw, I saw some like when the New York times article was written about him. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, the, it was also one of the other sorry explanations was that uh, like when the during the migration in the winter the birds aren't actually migrating they're being like taken out and the new models are being put into the into play or they're being like tuned up and then put back in. <laughs> well, and, and also I was going to talk about this. Uh, there was a video in Mexico. I don't know if you saw this oh, yeah. about birds. Uh, like, like they called it a huge death fall. Like thousands of birds fell to their death, just like instantaneously. Yeah, it was a. It was like a giant ball of, uh, I think it was like yellow-headed blackbirds or something, or yellow-tailed black, yellow-tipped blackbirds. Yeah. They, what, it have to be like some kind of weird downdraft, and they all just plummeted into the earth? And it. So I was reading about it because I was going to talk about it as my full conspiracy, but then I realized there's not enough about it. It's mm-hmm. they, they think it's just like a, there was a predator above them that like dive-bombed them. them, and they're really like 
you know, common at this time of year. And so the, the predator like freaked, you know, freaked every freaked all the birds out and they just basically yeah. flew into the ground because a lot of the birds lived like I thought it was like a mass death. Like they just they literally died and fell, but they flew into the ground right away from me. Like a uh, what I think it makes sense is like a predator. Um, yeah, it looks like a hundred or hundred fifty maybe died. It's a, a giant. It's a yeah weird looking video. Yeah, definitely check out Mexico right. Uh, yeah, definitely check out our yeah. uh, check out our jump link page. Jump <sighs> jump dot link slash tmwyk. Yeah, uh, you can find all of our links that we've we've talked about in this. Um, yeah, it's it's a crazy crazy video in Mexico. Yeah, I think like Chihuahua, Mexico or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, what is your favorite? Tell us some of your favorite conspiracies. Send us, send us, send us something you believe in. <laughs> What's Jelaine Maxwell up to these days? <laughs> She's still alive. I, I don't know. I mean, when she got put in prison and her her trial was scheduled for like a year after that i was like oh she's she's dead there's no way that she's gonna make it that far yeah that i, I don't think is she's a, she's on the she's on the inside she's a part of the cabal part of the elite that are trafficking women through yeah butterfly sanctuaries well do, do you also think uh i'll kind of wrap up this other point is it's some conspiracies that that feel like they start as conspiracies and then maybe get like okay the covid starting in a lab conspiracy You'd call that a conspiracy, but then something kind of happened where, like, I think it kind of flipped, where people now kind of think that's like a very logical, uh, you know, origin story of COVID. Um, I don't know one way or another, but uh, it, yeah. Do you think? Do you think ever we we uh, want to call something a conspiracy because it would be really inconvenient for it to be true? Um, <clears throat> and how do we how do we, you know, go about? managing that i don't know i don't know we're in the post-truth era i feel like so yeah yeah well we won't get into it we're not here to solve problems on tell me what you know that's right unless you want to pay us a lot of money a lot solve your problems for you that's right that's gonna do it for this week we will be back next week with a brand new fresh episode on something on a topic that we did not decide on 20 minutes before (laughs) before recording (laughs) That is our promise to you. Um, have a great rest of your week, good weekend, and uh, happy President's Day. Yeah, enjoy the three-day weekend. See ya.